Have you recently switched to T-Mobile Home Internet and are currently suffering from 5G home internet issues? Have you had mobile phone users take priority over your signal? Get Xfinity Internet. With three times more bandwidth, supersonic speeds, and reliable connections you can count on, Xfinity gives you internet that works the way it's supposed to. All you have to do is take the first step. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Options are a beautiful thing. That's why I'm obsessed with my McDonald's order. It's ever-changing, but always me. And right now, it's only $3.49. So I can pair a tasty double cheeseburger, a delicious six-piece chicken McNuggets, or golden crispy small fries for just $3.49. My order might change depending on my mood, but that feel-good taste of Mickey D's is always the same. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. The Antichrist will reign. The abomination of desolation will be in the temple. Welcome, friends, and all to a very special Sunday edition of Before the Second Coming. Now, as you know, many of you, many people are concerned about the Second Coming, wondering when the time of the return of the King is coming. Many have speculated and believed that the time is at hand now because of the times that we live in, especially the signs of the times. And so some people have had dreams, some people have had visions, and they say the time of the return of the king is very soon, even it could be this year or next year. Well, there are very many prophecies and signs of the times, things that still have to be fulfilled in order for the second coming to take effect. Remember, none of these will be looked over, not by the king of the world. No, not one. In fact, every single promise that the Lord has made will be fulfilled. And in order for the second coming to happen, every single one of his words must be fulfilled because God is not a liar. And so as we look at the signs of the times, it can give us a better reflection of how soon it is. Therefore, we know, well, how soon is it? We've had many conversations before and have seen that there are many signs of the times yet to be fulfilled. But I've saved this one for a very special Sunday. I've actually alluded this particular subject because it is such an interesting and broad subject, such a filling subject that it takes quite some time to talk about it in depth. And to talk about it shallowly would not be suitable for this particular subject of the end times. And so let us dive right in and begin with the first subject, the reign of the Antichrist. 
what kind of fellow are we talking about? Is it a boy? Is it a girl? Well, we know it's a boy from the description of Daniel, also the description of John the Revelator, saying that the Antichrist is indeed a man. He is a man of great power, great wealth, and of great political position. But what's the very most important thing to note here in the beginning of this before the second coming broadcast that I'm making is that this man, this Antichrist, is indeed a homosexual. And to show that, let's go directly to Daniel chapter 11, verse 37. I'm sorry, 37, where Daniel explains the desires of this man. And he says, quoting from verse 37, neither shall he regard the God of his fathers, nor the desire of women, nor regard any God, for he shall magnify himself above all. So in that verse, we learn that the Antichrist himself, as Daniel speaks of in the 11th chapter of his prophecies, does not desire women. This is indeed somebody queer, somebody that is a homosexual, and somebody that does not regard the laws of God or of heaven in any way, but considers himself above all the king of the world. So yes, indeed, many, many will worship him. And since this is such a broad spectrum of the Antichrist, I will have to continue this conversation in another special episode about the signs of the second coming. Now, this worship goes so far that even the saints themselves are taken up to the worship of the Antichrist. They believe in him and they worship him to the point that the media, the government brainwashes them to believe in him. And so inside the temple of the Lord himself, they put the images of the world, the images of what the Antichrist believes in, tokens of homosexuality, tokens of disrespect to the laws and ordinances of the, of the house of the Lord. In Ezekiel, we see this. Uh, Ezekiel 7, verse 20 through 21, speaking about the Antichrist and the abomination of desolation. He says, as for the beauty of his ornament, he set it in majesty, but they made the images of their abominations and of their detestable things therein. Therefore, I have set it far from them, and I will give it into the hands of strangers, meaning the temple itself will be given over to those Gentiles or those nations, that nation that does not believe in God, for a prey, and to the wicked of the earth for a spoil, and they shall pollute it. So again, the Antichrist and the world, Babylon, will pollute the house of the Lord before the second coming with their detestable things. Now, this hasn't happened yet. This has not come to pass. Now, understand there is a further prophecy. If we go back in Daniel, where he explains 
the details of the reign of the Antichrist, speaking about how long is the Antichrist going to be reigning or taking over the temple of the Lord, or how long are these abominations going to be taking place in the temple? Now, again, to get ahead of myself without um, giving away too much, the abomination of desolation itself is several things, but one of the most important things itself is gay marriage or homosexual marriage. Now, as you know, with the latest um, laws enacted by Congress and signed by the president, specifically the Respect for Marriage Act that was very much worked upon by the Church of Jesus Christ to include statements that would exempt religious institutions from having to perform and accept homosexual marriage. And again, to understand that if it were not for that intervention, the abomination of desolation would now be forced upon the temples of our God and upon every institution of religion in the United States. Far-fetched? Well, read the document yourself. The document stated in the original form that everybody must accept and respect marriage as defined in the law in this new bill which states that marriage or homosexual marriage is to be respected, whether it's performed inside or outside your state, inside or outside of your institutions, and that you are supposed to accept it and perform it when anybody uh, wants it. And so again, were it not for the intervention of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we would now have that bill signed by the president in its original form, which made that bill universal. Thankfully, the terms of that new bill, the one that was amended, state that, again, the churches are exempt, church and religious institutions are exempt from this new nationwide law. Now, what is the nationwide law that was just accepted universally in the United States? The statewide law and the universal United States-wide law is, in fact, the abomination of desolation spoken by Daniel the prophet. It is no surprise, therefore, that very soon, within a year or two, uh, I covered this abomination of desolation, this law that passed through the House and Senate and signed by Biden recently. It's called the Respect for Marriage Act. It came out 2022, the end of 2022. I covered this whole law and explained everything that happened between the church and the state uh, in one of my episodes, one of my podcasts. So it would be a great thing for you to listen to that one, to understand the workings of the church and why they were involved with it, thank goodness, and also to understand that this is just a window of opportunity for us to stave off the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet. But mind you, this is only a window because their intent and their language already was, if not amended, already was to have all institutions accept this abomination of desolation, even homosexual marriage. So how long will it be until this is a worldwide thing? Another question to ask 
is once it's instituted, once the Antichrist rules and reigns and takes over the house of the Lord and performs homosexual marriage therein, how long will this abomination of desolation last? Now, before we get into that, let's talk about what temples are we talking about? Well, we're talking about all temples, right? But specifically, what temple is being spoken of in Daniel? Because that's very important. Is it the temple in Jerusalem? Because it can only really be three. Is it the new temple in Jerusalem that has to be built and established by the Jewish people? Once again, reestablishing the house of Solomon, the house of David, and the house of the Lord in Jerusalem? Is it the new temple that comes in Jackson County, Missouri, built by half by the saints and half, of course, by the city of Enoch that comes down and unites heaven and earth into that huge temple city in Jackson County, Missouri? Or is it the Salt Lake Temple? Because it can only be one of the three. And as we know, the Salt Lake Temple is a temple that was seen in the vision in John the Revelator when he spoke about Temple City and said that the temple of the Lord was 144 cubits high. Well, indeed, the temple in Salt Lake City is 144 cubits high or 210 feet, as we know when the Romans mixed with the Jews in the time of John the Revelator, the cubit was about 17.5 inches. And that, according to scriptorians and scholars of the New and Old Testament. So this is not something I've just recovered from personal revelation, but indeed something that many scholars believe and accept except they haven't made that connection between the Temple of Salt Lake being 210 feet exactly up to the tip of Moroni and the old uh, prophecies of John the Revelator stating that the temple, the temple of the, of, uh, of the last days would be 210 feet tall or 144 cubits. So, like I said, it can only be one of those three temples which is talked about in the revelations of John the Revelator, or Daniel the Revelator, or Ezekiel. So which one is it? Well, we can rule out that it's Jackson County, Missouri's new temple in the New Jerusalem because that temple is not completed by man, but rather completed by the city of Enoch that comes down. So can it be the temple in Jerusalem? No, that is not the temple because as we know, the first will be last and the last will be first. And so, therefore, that temple, yes, has to be built before the second coming, and the water has to come out from under the temple and heal the Red Sea, which, by the way, is one of the signs before the second coming. And that has not happened yet, and it's long far away from happening because the temple is now occupied by the Doman Rock, which is a Muslim occupation. And so there would have to be a major war, major settlement in order to remove the dome on the rock before the second coming. So these two things haven't happened yet, but we can eliminate the temple in Jerusalem. So the only temple that is left is the Salt Lake Temple. Now this makes sense as the Church of Jesus Christ headquarters in Salt Lake were the ones that helped, or rather the 
only ones, the main ones that were the main reason to include these clauses in the Respect for Marriage Act to stave off the abomination of desolation for a little while before this thing is universal. And so it would make sense having that particular headquarters in Salt Lake City and binding that to the revelation of Brigham Young that stated that before the second coming, Salt Lake City would be one of the most evil, wicked places on earth, putting two together, two and two together, and um, going back to one of my other podcasts before the second coming of how you see that that is also one of the signs, Salt Lake being one of the most wicked places on earth, you would have to say, well, what does wickedness bring in? Wickedness would have the temple performing homosexual marriage. And what better place to do it than the headquarters of the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints. So there we have it, folks. It has to be the Salt Lake Temple. Now, this is not something throwing a stone too far from the riverbed because, as you know, the church headquarters is also the headquarters of the Church of the Devil in Salt Lake City. So both the Church of Christ and the Church of the Devil are both housed in Salt Lake. And once the saints fully accept darkness, which they have, and accept the ways of men, which they have, and totally embrace commandments of men and commandments of devils, then it would not be far-fetched for them to embrace these abominable acts. Now, I had a seminary president yell and scream at the top of his lungs to me after cursing, of course, that he pronounced on me, that the cursing and the yelling screaming at me was because I had pronounced that homosexuality was an abomination. In fact, this particular president of the seminary institution was so upset, so incredibly upset because I stated what the Lord has stated many times in his New Testament, Old Testament, Doctrine and Covenants, and prophecies spoken by the mouth of prophets from the pulpit in Salt Lake City for decades and hundreds of years. Since I repeated what they had said, that homosexuality was an abomination, even as president of seminary in church yelled at the top of his lungs at me, cursing me for calling homosexuality an abomination. And I have heard this not only from church leaders, local and district-wide, but also from church leaders in the seminary institution. I have seen banners that welcome LGBTQ into the seminary institutions. And as you know, if you look around Facebook, you can see that this is happening worldwide in the church, not at the call and command and order of the presidency of the church. No, by goodness, no. But by the overreach and overreach of power that the local leaders are exhibiting, not only in seminaries, but also at the Lord's uh, Institution of Learning itself, which is BYU. Last time I drove down Provo and 
was driving around the BYU campus, I saw many, many signs. We love LGBTQ. Uh, LGBTQ is the best. And oh my goodness, a scene of incredible homosexuality looking at the big Y displayed in the rainbow of the LGBTQ. So for the common saint um, that has never heard of these things, take a drive down to Provo or take a drive down to Salt Lake, drive around and take a look and ask the local members what they think about the subject. You will find that most have already given in to the subject at hand and are full-heartedly not only accepting it, but promoting it in their personal lives as well as in their social lives. Well, social, if you can call Facebook, the social life, which unfortunately they've stolen real sociality from us. So now the question looms, how long is the Antichrist going to have control? How long is this abomination of desolation going to last in the house of the Lord? Well, to understand this, we go back to Daniel chapter 8, verse 13, and so on, where you have one prophet talking to the other prophet or one apostle talking to the prophet. And there it speaks of the time and the season of this abomination of desolation and the control of the Antichrist over the temple. Of course, the temple will be closed at this time, but reopened by the Antichrist. The temple will be closed for the second time. And this time, the institutions of men and of beasts will take over because the church, of course, will refuse to go along with the order of homosexual marriage. And once this happens, the institutions of the church will be closed down. There will be no enter signs therein. And then the government will come in and gladly seize and take over, and the Antichrist will begin to reign. Now, I imagine this will be a process of time and space, and I imagine that once the Antichrist comes in and sits down in his uh, almighty throne inside the Salt Lake Temple, that there has been many events happening uh, in the meantime. So once he's there, how long will it be? Well, let's go ahead and read Daniel. It says, neither shall he regard the God of his fathers, nor desire of women, etc., but the the temple itself, as for the beauty of his ornament, he set in majesty, but they made the image of the abomination of desolation, as we spoke about by Ezekiel, etc., about the ornaments of the abomination of desolation. But then in Daniel, it continues, Then I heard one saint speaking to another saint, said unto that certain saint, meaning the prophet, which he spake, how long shall be the vision concerning the daily sacrifice and the transgression of desolation? Now, it's interesting that the apostle asked the prophet at this time, or one saint to the other, asked him because, of course, the prophet being the one that is getting the revelation directly for Christ, so he knows the time and seasons, he asked the prophet, how long is this horrible thing because the sacrifice is no longer taking place. What sacrifice are we talking about, the daily sacrifice? Well, the prayers and oblations to God that are set up in the temple of, of our God, we give daily sacrifice to God. We perform daily ordinances in the house of the Lord. 
And we have had those ordinances already stopped the first time, as in Wilford Woodruff's big revelation when he was praying for the temple, dedicatory Salt Lake Temple Prayer. And I give a lot more details to that one because there is another podcast that I made where I explain about the temple closing down two times and I explain about the first time that it closed down due to COVID-19 and about the second time being much, much longer. Well, what I didn't explain in that podcast was that the second time it closes down is because of the transgression of the people and because of the abomination of desolation taking over. And so we see that, yes, the Antichrist has taken over, and now we can understand what it says. We can see, then I heard one saint speaking, and another saint said unto that certain saint which he spake, How long shall be the vision concerning the daily sacrifice and the transgression of desolation? Again, interesting that he doesn't call it the abomination of desolation, but this time calls it a transgression, in other words, a sin. How long is this horrible sin of desolation going to take place and the transgression of desolation to give both the sanctuary, meaning the temple, and the host to be trotted underfoot? How long, in other words, is this horrible abomination, this transgender issue, going to be happening inside the house of the Lord? because the sanctuary of the Lord is now completely defiled. And the host, in other words, the hosts therein, are trotted under the foot of this horrible Antichrist and his government. And so the prophet answers in verse 14, he says, And he said unto me, Unto two thousand and three hundred days, then shall the sanctuary be cleansed. My friends, in other words, 2,300 days. That's 6.3 years. 6.3 years, my friend. That's, that's like six years and four months. That's how long the sanctuary or the temple of our God, again, it has to be the Salt Lake Temple, and all temples, because at this point, the government will seize all temples, seize all control everywhere. And this, this abomination, this defiled new marriage, this disrespect for the sanctity of life, this abomination, no other way to call it. So when that president of the seminary said to me, you called it an abomination, so angry. It is an abomination, spoken by Daniel. And how long will it last? Well, Wilford Woodruff spoke about the second time the sanctuary is closed, talking about the Salt Lake Temple, because, again, it was the prayer, the dedicatory prayer of the Salt Lake Temple. So he was speaking about the Salt Lake Temple, the house of the Lord. And he was speaking about it being closed the first time. And of course, all temples were closed, but they were certainly not closed for 6.3 years. No, there will be a second time as prophesied by Wilford Woodruff and explained by Daniel 8. 
they will be closed, but the government will have them open and the Antichrist will reign. And how long will it be trodden underfoot? The sanctuary of the Lord. 6.2 years. Has that happened yet? I'm sorry, 6.3. No. The first time the temples closed has already happened. But the second time, when the Antichrist reigns in the house of the Lord has not happened yet. So before the second coming, the temples must be defiled, must have the abomination of desolation inside of them, must have the Antichrist reign from inside of them, and must be cleansed. Now, what is a cleansing? (laughs) A cleansing is complete and utter. It is called destruction, my friends. There will be such a reaping out of horrible plagues and punishment upon the earth for what is happening to the house of the Lord that you cannot imagine it. And the Antichrist and his hosts will be destroyed at that point. No, it will not be the second coming yet, but it will be soon. Now, we'll talk about these signs that also have to follow before the second coming. So now it's getting added up, isn't it? With all my other podcasts and with this 6.3 years, we're talking over a decade now. Over a decade, my friends. And some of you are wondering if it happens this year. We've talked about the year that Brigham Young predicted and prophesied that would be without a rainbow before the second coming. We talked about the three and a half years that were set up with destructions. We talked about the other three and a half years that were the persecution of the saints. We talked about many, many prophecies and wonders that add up, and these things have not happened yet. So before the second coming, we are adding up time and time again to understand what we have in front of us. And what we have in front of us is one of the most bitter, ugly things that I have to report, which is the closing down of the temples, the reign of the Antichrist from within, the abomination of desolation, which is the transgression of desolation, which is homosexual marriage. And it happens within the walls of the sanctuary of God. This all before the second coming. See you next time when we go further into the reign of the Antichrist and the things that have to happen and the signs of the beast that will follow and that we've already been through. Thank you for joining us. Until next time. Oh, this is-